Hi. Hi, hi, guys. Welcome back. I am so happy to have you here again. I feel like I can hug you now. Anyway, I would love to talk about something that I do every single morning. I have a maybe like a 20 minute drive and I am very obsessed with music. I go to the gym. I wake up at 430 and I go to the gym at five. I come back at six. I then kind of take care of all my animals that includes water maintenance, feeding maintenance, things like that. Then I get in the shower. That's when I put some amazing music. I always choose music. Music is the best. Music is what I like to have in the background at all times. I love music that I can't understand because when I was young and I didn't speak English, I was obsessed with American or English music, British music, just English language music. I didn't understand it, but I loved it. I thought it was so cool. And now I do the same thing with other languages. I like to explore. I use Spotify, so I like to explore and find artists from other countries that have interesting looking albums. I click on them and I just listen to music I've never heard. I love finding and discovering other artists that are super talented that I've never heard of. Specifically, I love discovering artists that are from other decades, from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, even the 90s. I love Italian music. I love French music. Portuguese music is what I'm really listening to lately. Um, but I love Spanish music. I just love other languages. When you listen to music that you can't understand, you will still get the essence of the song. Specifically, you can feel the music. You don't need to speak the language, but it's really nice to hear it. And it's really great when you learn something new when you learn new words, when you learn of new people that you had no idea existed that are super talented artists. I like to see what they were wearing, the jewels that they use. I love jewelry. So for me, seeing all these things from other decades is really cool. I like to see how their hair was done on their album covers or why they made this music. It's nice too when you find an artist that is now passed away you can sort of find their whole life history online very easily and if you really like a song um, then it's when you get kind of deeper into it and you can actually google any song of course and you can find what it actually says in english if it's a language that you don't understand currently i'm listening to this opera that is so beautiful it's italian and this is what it sounds like. And I just love her voice so much. And when I'm driving, as soon as I leave the house and and I'm on my way to work. It's about a 15 minute drive. So 15, 20 minutes. So throughout those 
throughout that drive, I really get deep and loud into my music. And I love taking it all in. It makes my day go better. I feel fulfilled in an artistic kind of way. So when I walk into the office, my mood is uplifting and I feel very happy. So listening to music from other languages can bring me a lot of joy. I love other music. I love every kind of music, but music from other countries is very eye-opening. It's very uplifting to listen to something refreshing. I feel like a lot of the times when you listen to music in the US, a lot of it is very similar, specifically newer music. There is a lot of great songs out there, don't get me wrong, but I love to listen to things that aren't ordinary. If you are also a music listener and you don't listen to music from other languages, give it a try today. You're going to love it. I love this music subject theme. Since we're talking about music, we got to talk about Michael Jackson. One of my favorite songs to dance to is... Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. I love that song. I mean, when it comes on, I immediately think of the video with the Egyptian theme and Michael wearing gold. And it's just that whole entire moment makes me so happy. Like I just become a different human. I remember watching that video when it premiered. I remember watching the making of it. I remember watching it all and it really made a big impression on me um, to the point that I used to watch it every single day after school, like over and over. I recorded it in my VCR uh, and I used to watch it every single day and I made my little cousins learn the choreography with me. So I would pretend they were my backup dancers and I was Michael Jackson and did my best to try to copy that choreography. And it was so much fun to do that. And even now when I go to the gym, I don't like treadmills and I don't like ellipticals. So I do my stretches and then I warm up by doing 11 straight minutes of dancing. And I usually do like two songs, um, two full life songs. And I don't care who's at the gym. I just literally pretend I'm on a stage and I'm on my own. And I literally just start doing my dance. And one of the songs I usually do is Remember the Time because there's a really good breakdown moment where there's a really great, amazing dance section that I love so much. And it's such a good workout. If you get a chance to watch that video, please look at that scene that I'm talking about. And it's this part right here. Anyway, that is one of the most incredible dance routines ever. He was one of the most brilliant people. I know, I know, I know. There's a lot that we have witnessed from Michael and a lot that we've heard. I love that a lot that we have seen and all these things. I know it all. I'm not blind to it, but I choose to listen to the music and 
I mean, I was always kind of obsessed with Michael. I'm still always kind of obsessed with Michael. I think his whole look was incredible. I loved all the surgery and the light skin and the dark hair. I just, I loved the whole persona that he showed. It was kind of like having a real life, like, villain or, I mean, he wasn't a villain, but he kind of looked like one in my book, um, like a Maleficent of our time. I feel like he was like such an amazing person as far as, his artistry, his music, his dances, his fashion overall was one of my favorite things about Michael. I've actually gone as Michael for Halloween before, and that was a long time ago, and it was a really fun costume. It was very, really cool. I think this year I'm going to try to do Michael again, and I'm going to probably do the Remember the Time look, just because I feel like Egypt has been around like lately coming up in our conversations and just in general. And I thought that I love that outfit so much from Remember the Time in Video that I'm going to replicate it and become Michael Jackson for Halloween this year. So I'm already kind of working on getting some of the pieces together. And we decided we're going to make a second little trip. We're going to, since we're going to be out there already, we're going to extend our trip and go to Egypt. Um, we're going to go check out the pyramids for Ryan's birthday, and I think it's going to be super fun. So I think this whole year is just going to be all about Egypt for me and taking it all in. So I'm going to definitely dress like that for Halloween, and I'm going to keep watching Remember the Time video because it's so cool. I just, I can never get enough of it. Iman also makes an appearance in that video. Eddie Murphy, Magic Johnson. I remember Magic Johnson got the gig when he had just been diagnosed with HIV and nobody wanted to work with him and everyone thought he was so taboo. And I thought it was really cool of Michael to kind of bring him into the video and allow him to be part of it and be a funny character. I, I just thought it was so cool. That mini film was really great. John Singleton, the director, and I, I don't know, it's just a really cool video. There is a, a weird, there is a weird, awkward kiss between Michael and Iman that's very strange. But other than that, it's a really awesome video and I love it so much. Anyway, Michael will always be the king of pop in my world. So I've learned a lot through my therapy and I've been in therapy for a while. Um, this is a kind of a different therapy. It's a coaching therapy. My coach Wes is awesome. And basically we're doing this type of therapy where um, I've had several sessions and I do a lot of different exercises every single day. And I do things in my mind to help me. I am going to be graduating uh, from my therapy very soon. I didn't actually know that this is what happens, that you go through it and you kind of get to the point immediately and figure out what the problem is and kind of work on your issues. And then this is sort of how it's all worked for me, at least. Um, Wes has been really amazing and patient with me and helped me to figure it all out. And I'm just very, um, I was kind of very afraid actually when he told me I was supposed to be graduating soon because I thought, wait a minute, like, what do you mean? This is too fast, I can't believe it. What am I gonna do when I don't have you around? And of course, he told me that there's always going to be a way for me to get a hold of him. He's always going to be there. But the whole point of this is that he's given me now tools to use around my life so that I don't, so that I can have a more fruitful, successful, more blissful, if you will, life so that I don't get into the same kind of trouble that I was getting into before due to my anger or my, uh, or my rudeness or comments or things I, how I used to rush through things and kind of push people and all the things I was doing that my whole life that I've kind of now I'm kind of taking back little by little and trying to take it 
kind of one day at a time, figuring out every situation as it comes to me. All these tools that Wes has given me um, are going to always be there. So he actually made me watch this video. Uh, it was like a, like a cartoon video of the same situation of a woman who's about to graduate from her therapy and she's sort of freaking out and her coach tells her, look, this is what it's supposed to be. And now you have the tools. And after watching this video, it's kind of like my mind just kind of got it, you know? And I thought, wow, this is magic. It's like, I have all my magic potions with me. And now every time something happens, all I have to do is pull one of these potions and use it. I've always been kind of into witches and witchery and witchcraft and all these things. So for me, it's kind of like a spell. It's a, it's a magic thing now that I have that I can use on every situation, every negative situation that comes my way. I now have a magic wand that I can kind of wave around without me putting any negativity into it. It's amazing to just let the moment live and just kind of be quiet and just breathe because within that time so much could happen between two humans or between a situation that it will automatically fall into the next face of it you don't have to be the one to make that face negative i've kind of had a little fallout this week um, in a couple of situations i've kind of got upset at a couple of moments because I let my cool go away. This was at a work situation and it was very awkward for me because I felt very defeated and I felt very down because I figured I've been working on these on these techniques for so long and I let this one thing you know get to me and I was very disappointed. So what I did is I went on a break. I went on a break and I I really thought about everything that happened and I thought there is no reason for me to have to win this argument. There is no reason why I should be the one that says the final word. There's nothing that tells you you should do that. And I thought about all these things and I came back and I really, you know, kind of made a turn. I turned the whole situation around. I went back in there and I kind of changed my whole perspective and I gave a different feedback and it was very welcome by the other person that I was having this exchange with and it was very awesome and it was it turned into something beautiful I almost cried and I loved that my tools helped me to do that so it really helps me because I feel like I now finally have what I need to be able to graduate so I graduate on April 20th so I still have another month to go um, to you know practice and I still have another session or one final session for now a pre-final uh, but anyway, I just wanted to share with you guys that I am very close to to that moment and hopefully I keep using these tools in the positive way that they're meant to be used. So for our fashion moment today, I want to talk about Mr. Jeremy Scott and Moschino. Um, by the way, I don't know if all of you know how fashion works, but when right now, for instance, we are in the month of March, right? So right now here, we're literally just started spring, our real spring here in California. I'm in California. So in the world of fashion right now, the world of fashion houses and fashion shows, every designer, every house is showing 
the fall winter collections for 23-24. This means everything from when it starts to get cold here. So starting fall, that's around September, October, November, December, January, February. That's all they're showing. So they're showing cold weather stuff. Not quite winter, wintery, but it's still fall like earlier. A lot of ready to wear and things. Anyway, that's a quick explanation. But um, right now, the shows that we're seeing are basically, you know, things that are going to be worn when it gets cold in the winter. So Jeremy Scott from Moschino, he had a really wild idea and it's kind of fun. He wanted to warp and melt things, kind of like when things just fall apart. When Think of the clocks from Salvador Dali's paintings. Remember how the clocks look kind of like eggs melting down the side of things where it looks like they're kind of pouring, almost like liquid, uh, warped-like. Mr. Jeremy Scott has done that with his collection. He has made everything warpy. So he has these really cool, um, you know, suits, skirts, coats, even sunglasses and stilettos. The stilettos is one of my favorite parts. They literally have, it looks like you're walking on melted wax. Everything with the purses, the accessories are really nice. He has put a lot of giant gems and brooches and jewels. So he has made a lot of, a lot of, poofy jackets that are kind of like opera coats. He was inspired also by the queen. So there's a lot of royalness to a lot of the pieces that he has made. So think about all this together. He has created a warped, melty world where things are melting. I mean, I'm talking about, it looks like your skirt is literally melting off your body along with your coat. It's really neat. I love how he did everything. All the cuts are neat. The purses are really neat cuts also. It looks like wax that's kind of dripping. Um, and the shoes, again, are incredible. Um, for the actual show itself, he did some really cool, instead of hats, he had a collaborator do hair pieces that are really spiky, like punk rock, super big, giant mohawks or in giant punk rock hair. It's very Susie. It's very cool. And they... He also mixed a lot of spiky colors and spiky punk rock accessories because he was inspired by the, you know, London punk rockers. So I thought it was a really cool show. So if you get a chance, check out uh, Moschino, uh, Fall Winter 2324. Uh, Mr. Jeremy Scott did a really great job and I give him props for that. So go Moschino. Thank you so much for being here with me and I really appreciate you. I hope you come back next week on Thursday and listen to me talk again. And please remember, whoever you are out there, always know that you are loved. Someone loves you. That could be me because I love you. Bye guys.